We're recording. We did it, we're, Joe. We're, we did it, Joe. <laughs> um, I a disclaimer to the viewers because I have to. <laughs> I'm. I, <laughs> Unless I don't, but I like how you said viewers. That's what I was kind of like. Oh at. no! No, say See, it. It's nine well, a.m. Yeah, well, it's nine a.m. I'm running on three hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm just. I might not be my best today. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, I told him a week ago. I'm turning directly to the camera. I told him a week ago that we were going to be doing this. At I 9 know, <laughs> but I knew it was going to be tough because I promised I'd go to my friend's improv show, which made it a late night. Yeah. Uh. And it's funny because in the episode, Tom is also really trying to go to sleep. <laughs> oh my God, you're doing your best Wamsgams right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I'm doing my best Wamsgams from wow. St. Paul as well. Wow. It's just so... What a sode. It's a big Wamsgams episode too. Oh my uh, God. We'll get into it. I, I figured it's a classic succession, like everybody in a room episode. Yeah. Meaning it's very dense yeah. and it's kind of hard to go event by event. So mm-hmm. I think we do our thing where we go <laughs> character, character by character. character. <laughs> yes. It's like the best way to do these kinds of episodes. I love that for us. We're so good at this. Yeah. Who okay. do we start with? Because there's a lot Let's of Let's just people. start with, honestly, Kendall. Okay. Why not? All right. Yeah. Well, let, well, what's the basic gist of the episode? Basic gist of the episode, it's the tailgate. It's the night before the election. Mm-hmm. Logan every year has a party with people from, quote, unquote, all sides of the right. political um, spectrum. Yeah. Which is really just like a bunch of conservatives and then like a couple moderates. Right. And Nate. <laughs> and Nate. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's like a line. I, I, It wasn't a Connor line. It was definitely like a Roman or Kendall line where it's like, you know... I don't know, like arch neo moderate, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it it might have been Kendall. But yeah, yeah. It's like representing Dad's whole political spectrum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have funny. Nate yeah, and Nate. <laughs> um, and the like business that's kind of happening is Logan. Logan, God damn it! I need to be put to sleep. Hey. <laughs> and I mean, taken. <laughs> You're in the, the back one alley that's awake and here. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the back. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kendall and Roman think. Last episode's plan of uh, revaluing the company from a tech lens might not work. How else can we stop this deal with Matson? Perhaps we can do something where we gum up the regulatory bodies of the country and prevent them from approving the deal. Which, these regulatory bodies are supposed to not approve deals that are, like, too big because they're supposed to prevent monopolies. They Mm -hmm. are famously a joke because they have very little political power. But... Logan, and, Logan, Kendall, and Roman are trying to use that to their advantage. Trying to use like this governmental body that's yeah. supposed to actually do its job to do its job. Yeah. So they want to talk to Nate because then he'd sort of be there in because it seems like the Democrat is going to win. Yeah. Uh, and Nate would then work for him. Which is why it just gets so messy their <laughs> their plans here because they then and on the other if they side they went to the Hanna Barbera School of Business. Let's be clear, <laughs> like it kind of makes sense. That much. <laughs> it's almost like they're not very good at this. Yeah, almost. Um, on the other side with Mankin, they're worried that Khan has some influence for a few reasons. I okay. Feel- Motherfucker, I thought this is why he was in the election. Like, I thought he was in so he could get his, like, 6% and then have to drop out and get, like, a really sweet job for whoever wins. Exactly. But that- he does not want that. No. I don't <laughs> think they realized until the night before the election <laughs> that if Connor were to do any influence, it would be on the right side. And yeah. he would be taking votes away from Mank. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is what is kind of happening here. And they... It's like they, they now they want... To push for Mankin to win or, or be on Mankin's side if anything goes down, so they want Connor yeah. to drop out. Right. Uh, 
so that he has a better chance of winning. Yes, because it seems like, honestly, it is kind of giving Hillary 2016. Yeah. They did say that Mencken's internal numbers reflect that he will lose. However, I mean, like, everyone said that in 2016, and then yeah. look what happened. Yeah. So I, I honestly think that Mencken is going to win. I'm putting that in the books. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, like... They said Jimenez was pulling like four percent higher, and like you know mm-hmm. Connor's eating all that Alaska voters. And like... <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling like six percent in I Alaska, know. which is actually massive. <laughs> he's, he's not doing bad. Not bad at all. Um, but yeah, so that's like kind of Roman and Connor's plotline is Roman is talking to the Mencken team, and they keep offering Connor different things. Like you can be the ambassador to Oman, or yeah. you can you know it, it started off terrible and then worked up to ambassador to Oman. Yeah. Uh, and Connor is considering his options, and that's yeah. kind of what he's up to this episode. Okay. Okay. I and thought we would get into Connor, but we can. We can get into if you want to get fully into it. If he's right there, I feel like we could just talk Let's about do it. Connor's Let's talk thing. About Mr. Connor. I mean, we're basically already there. They they propose a bunch of these options. He's he's the line. I'll talk to my woe man about oh man. <laughs> it's just so funny. He respects his woe man so much. <laughs> yeah. Because they you know he he thinks over oman and then says no and roman's like what do you mean no and he's like i'm gonna see it out you know like i'm gonna see out the whole election and maybe i'll get get like a speaker deal after this you know kind of is less potent if i drop out now right so i he does know he's not gonna win but he is also there's like one percent of him that's like what if i do win right (laughs) right so dumb willa i think is it will the one that like stands up in his and's like I, none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And then Roman tries saying, you're a joke and nobody respects you. Mm-hmm. And Connor, like, shoots back with that iconic line of, like, there's one person in this room who thinks I'm not a joke. I'm going to listen to her. Yeah. And she really, like, literally stands up for him. It's like. love. <laughs> it's kind of. I love the, it's like a throwaway line when they're having this whole altercation. Um, Matson's like, sitting in the background, like, on his stoop. Yeah. When Connor's leaving, he's like, you got my vote, sir. I'm like, (laughs) fully Swedish, cannot vote. Apparently, he's wearing Kobe Bryant shoes. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. (laughs) Wait, Connor or Matson? Matson. Okay. I was going to say, that makes more sense. Mm. Um, And yeah, I think Willa kind of sways him out of it, too, because she's not really crazy about She does not want to live in Oman. No. Um, So she kind of stands up for him because she's like, well, I know what I want. Even if Connor won't say it, so yeah. we're gonna do this, and I don't know. They they are definitely I watch in the behind the scenes thing. They bring up how they're kind of the only successful power or couple yeah. in the show, <laughs> and yeah, it's very clear this show or this episode. And they had like a couple classic like Connor Willa conversations where mm-hmm. Connor was like, "We could drive on the side of the road if we want," and she's right. like, "Hitting pedestrians is not a selling point for me." Yeah. <laughs> they're just like so silly. So good. Uh, uh, Anything else you want to say about Connor? Because then he kind of leaves after that. Like he kind of leaves. Oh, I'm... he's also dealing with um, funeral preparations for Logan. Right, which we'll talk about that in a second with Roman. But yeah. uh, that's about it for Connor. Glad he's back. Glad he's. He seems in good spirits. Honestly, he could be in more shape. And honestly, I know this is so early. Winner. Winner, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, it's giving winner for me. <laughs> um. Who should we talk about next? Kendall? Should I mean, I suggested Kendall? Kendall, and then you talked over women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> At this hour? Um, yeah. So Kendall's whole thing, 
Where do we start? His Hanna Barbera School of Business Strategy. Yeah. He employs it. Um, he is surprised to learn that Matson is at the party. Really throws off his Nate plans. Right. And so Kendall's kind of like scheming the whole night, and he's trying to be very supportive of Roman. I really do love how solid they are. Yeah. Yeah. Like Roman keeps being like, "Man, I'm kind of reeling over this firing thing," and Kendall's like, "Doesn't matter, bro. I'm with you." <laughs> <laughs> They've never been tighter, really. Right. They seem very tight right now. Well, it seems like Roman has nobody else. Yeah. Like, he's kind of, like, searching for some sort of dad, and the closest thing he can find is Kendall, which is just sad. <laughs> and so Kendall's, you know, kind of doing this throughout the episode. He's doing his little business school yeah. learnings. And then um, he has this altercation with Matson because right. Matson has pissed off Ebba so much that Ebba leaves. Ebba's the woman who receives his pints of blood. Yeah. Emma goes outside. Emma goes outside. Uh, and then Kendall learns that Matson has inflated his numbers in India. Yes. Did you understand what they were talking about? It's not like that hard, but it's. No, just- yeah. He. It's basically. They were saying they have more subscribers than they do in India, which makes their. It's kind of what Kendall was doing last episode, except mm-hmm. in the present as opposed to predictions in the future. It was like. Period. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, what it was. When we're talking subscribers, that's my bread and butter. Right. I was like, there's no way he doesn't understand this, you know? Like, it's pretty it's pretty easy one to understand. Um, um which is funny. I, I do really like the fact that it mirrors Kendall in the last episode. Yeah. And it's just men lying. Men nonstop. be lying. <laughs> and so then he takes Frank into the back room after wait, actually I have to talk about the altercation. Um <clears throat> because yeah. he and Matson are talking and Matson goes, Your numbers are gay, bro. And Kendall's like that's kind of homophobic, man. <laughs> After homosexualing it up with Nate Safrelli this entire episode. Right, right. Like. Ve- a lot of tension between those two. Yum. It's so funny, though, for him to be like. It's like, um, someone else on Twitter pointed this out, but the episode of It's Always Sunny where Dennis, like, sees his old frat picture that says, I chug dick. And he's like, I don't chug dick. <laughs> it's kind of homophobic, man. Like, I don't chug dick. <laughs> um. Yeah. Woke I, king. Woke king. Yeah. There, well, that whole altercation ends with uh, Matson like, giving them this hug yeah. and, like, kissing him on the neck. And <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. I really, like, it seems like they get a little bit more out of that character each episode, Luke yeah. Matson. In this episode, I really feel like we're starting to, like, know the guy. Yeah. In an uncomfortable way. <laughs> just the stuff with him and Greg and Oscar. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, he's kind of... And Ebba. I'm like, he's kind of a shitty guy. Huge piece of shit. That <laughs> Took like, me this long to realize it. <laughs> I think that's like intentional, right? Because his public persona, which is all we have known up until this yeah. point, is like this kind of weird genius. His face yeah. has, you know, <laughs> what is it? He's like, if I make a facial expression, like that's worth money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, apparently he doesn't even do his own coding, no. uh, according to Ebba. <sighs> Bastard. Who, yeah. I, I like how much dirt she has on him. And, yeah. I love seeing their fucked up dynamics. It's like we're the Pierces and we're watching the Roys all, like, fuck up in front of us, you right. know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, you guys are so fucked up. You're fighting publicly, like, at this party <laughs> that you're really not supposed to be fighting at. Yeah. They probably had so many conversations, like, when they were on the plane over to the party. Right, Like, right. guys, just be normal this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can you explain what Kendall pitches to Nate this episode? Because I was a little confused on their whole thing. What he's pitching to Nate is if your guy wins, which it seems like he will win. This is the thing we were talking about earlier. Yes. Okay. I was just making sure there wasn't something In exchange else. for you sabotaging this deal with us and Matson, we will give you more favorable coverage on ATN. 
Right. Your first hundred days, there'll be a breeze. That's kind of the most important part of the presidency. First hundred days. It doesn't seem like Nate is that sold on this. Yeah, he's kind of waffling because he has his own political career to think about. He has, you know, the country because he actually does care about things. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's very, I don't know why... It's fun that Nate's there. It's weird that Nate's there. Yeah, I, they kind of needed a character that we already know because they couldn't have just brought yeah. someone new in for this job. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, I can see the utility of it being Nate. Right, Um, right. But it is it is weird. Yeah, it's yeah, Nate. It should be someone else. Um, <laughs> Roman. I feel like, let's talk about Roman. I mean, he's just spiraling. What? It's bad. It's not as bad as last episode yeah. or at least it's not as obviously bad i the standout for me is that jerry scene where yeah. uh she kind of like acknowledges the firing last episode but is like well i think she's like sort of in an acceptance period where it's like if this is gonna happen i want a shit ton of money i have a lot to say please please <laughs> i hate to see my girl go but i love to watch her walk away <laughs> <laughs> they're just like it's not a couple anymore it's no. like and it is you know that Jerry's been working here for a fucking millennia, and yeah. she was probably introduced to the company under like some sort of dumb, sexually explicit circumstance, right? That probably yeah. happened very early on in her career. Mm-hmm. So it is only like fitting slash not beautiful, but like she gets to at least weaponize a man's sexuality against yeah. him. I don't mean like like gay or straight. I mean like his literal, mm-hmm. I don't know, sex stuff. Yeah, um, picture of his genitalia. Right. Gets to use that against him to, like, get her own graceful and rich exit, which is also, like, bad, but also, like, it's very cyclical in yeah. nature. Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, she will just fuck off and take her money and keep her mouth fucking shut. One thing about Jerry, her mouth, shut. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, that's, like, the perfect end to that character. Because I don't really see her doing much after this, you know? No. They, they definitely feel like they're wrapping her up. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the old guard seems like they're just kind of getting their golden parachutes, mm-hmm. and like it seems like Carl is like pretty set. Jerry seems to be in good hands. Uh, Frank, we'll talk about in a second. We must discuss he Franklin. Isn't a- <laughs> He's a little special here, yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically Roman is now without Jerry. Yeah, it's just sad to it's see horrible. the man keep losing he does it it is like giving me tom season three though where it's like he's really down right now but something tells me (laughs) no three episodes left (laughs) of the series (laughs) (laughs) he'll turn it around it's just like sad to see compared to like how we saw him at the beginning of the season like kind of the only sane clear-headed kid Mm -hmm. like about to be stepped up by his dad who knows how much of that was valid but it's just like he was looking really good for a second there and is just spiraling but i don't i don't want to see him lose i feel like things will turn around for our guy gifted kid syndrome (laughs) (laughs) exactly um so I don't know. I he, he okay. He does get to. Um, he's gonna speak at the funeral, mm-hmm. right? That's that's kind of his big win. Yeah, that is kind of a win for him personally. Yeah, it's... it was weird when they were discussing it at that like brunch. I was like, really? Like of of I was just thinking like of all the kids there, I was like Roman would be the worst option because <laughs> he's just really bad at talking. Um. Okay. Remember Shiv's speech at her own mother's wedding? <laughs> Remember how Kendall has called his dad like a lascivious, greedy monster in public? 
And remember how Connor apparently doesn't care? <laughs> like, Connor's I think Roman's kind of looking good <laughs> for this funeral talk. <laughs> I super love you, super dad. <laughs> to quote okay. Connor Roy. Jesus. <laughs> I wanted to see a Connor speech is all I'm saying. That is true. It's... I want to see a Willa-drafted Connor speech. R- right. Another Connor funeral speech. <laughs> he was a man and now he's gone. <laughs> he was with us. Now he no longer is. <laughs> um, love is a concept. <laughs> Many people discuss it. Um, all right. So that's Roman. Yep. Uh, he's not doing very well. I guess we should just dive into the big guys here. Well, before we do, before we do, Frank, um, did we really get into the thing at the we, end Kendall's of Kendall? Kendall's like final thing. We, yes. yeah, no, we did not touch We never on. got there, yeah. Kendall approaches Frank mm-hmm. and says that he's not sure if like he succeeded with Nate. Yeah. Um. I actually was muddy on this, and I might need a refresher. Okay. But basically what he says is, I'm planning on cutting Roman and Shiv out. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I remember. Kendall tells Frank that Matson's numbers are bullshit. Yeah. He says, what if we turn this shit around? I, mind you, out loud said, it's episode seven, Kendall. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this series is almost over. But he's like, what if we buy Gojo and we become huge and like we just keep doing this for the rest of our lives? We didn't even talk about his fight with Rava. No, I didn't want to, but we should. <laughs> it was just uncomfortable. It's just awful. You hate to see a woman lose. Yeah. <laughs> you hate to see Kendall berate a woman. Right. Because <laughs> I guess his child, Sophie, is getting um, racially tinged bullying, as yeah. Rafa describes it. <laughs> um, like, you know, people know her because she is a, a quasi-public <clears throat> presence because her dad is famous billionaire Kendall Roy. Yeah. Kids at school are trying to protect her and, like, rally for her, but it's just all this attention that is mm-hmm. really, like, fucking her up. She doesn't want to go to school. And Kendall says, like, oh, someone yelled at her in the street. Where were you? Ugh. Like, yeah. I don't know if your asshole also clenched when he said, where were you? But it's like, <laughs> you knew exactly where he was going. Yeah. Like, he quote-unquote just wants all the information, but no, he wants someone to blame, and that's someone standing yeah. right in front of him who has been parenting his children for exactly. this entire series. It really Ugh. feels like he's trying to be his dad in, in scenes like this, where it's like, it's kind of like a what would Logan do in this situation? Like, mm-hmm. how would he treat me? And... Yeah. Clearly, it's like, what are you talking about? It's <laughs> like, dude, like, who do you think I am? Like, what kind of father do you think I am? I'm like, mm-hmm. dog, you haven't seen your kids. Everything I do, I do for them. Right, exactly. And then I love, like, going forward, like, somewhere in the party. I think it's Nate who's like, you're not Logan, and that's and a I'm good not Gil, thing. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just one of those lines where I'm like, I hope he that sticks with him. <laughs> Well, it clearly doesn't because at the end, he says to Frank, I want to keep working at Waystar. Not only do I want to keep working at Waystar, I want to cut yeah. my siblings out. And also, I want to acquire Gojo. And right. also, there's one king and one crown and one head. And you're yeah. coming with me, bestie. And then they kissed. And then they made out. And it was hot. It was hot. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> best recap podcast. <laughs> we should make up more plot points. We should. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's like make up one and just like say it like it totally happened next week. Um, next week actually I'm writing it okay so next week this is what we're gonna say Um, Mencken died in a plane crash and then through technicality rules Connor gets to be president (laughs) Connor and I'm sorry Mencken and Willa died right and Connor gets to be president and then we talk about it like it's completely serious we're like what the fuck happened (laughs) Uh, so the Gojo thing 
Yeah. I personally, here's here's how my mind went during that whole thing. When he first said it, I was like, oh, genius. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was, no. I was, like, I was like, how did I never think of that? <laughs> I was like, I never thought they could go the other way. Stop. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, what exactly would that do? Like, what does that accomplish? Very that. It's very much like, which is why I love that the Pierce thing happened. The more into this season we get, the more I'm like, I'm starting to see why the first episode of the season was the way it was. Because I was like, it always seemed like kind of by itself compared to the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, it foreshadows so many different things. And I feel like this, just like out of the blue purchase that Kendall pitches of being like, what if we just acquired Gojo? Mm -hmm. Is like very similar to the Pierce thing where it's like, well, let's just do that because it's what dad would want. And it's just, what does that actually accomplish? That was also the original pitch, right? Isn't that right? yeah, because I remember it was like season three, episode seven. They were all just like, and we are buying Gojo now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it, like it started came out, of out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so like it's kind of returning to form, you know, and yeah. returning to, I guess, what Logan originally wanted. Because yeah. Logan only wanted to sell Waystar so he could get a retirement. Not, it's not the only reason, but you right. know, like, it would also be what Logan <laughs> wanted to buy Gojo. Yeah. Because that was what he wanted at some point. Anyways, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Shiv and Tom. Yeah. yeah. Well, one last thing is that I just uh, feel bad for Frank. That's <laughs> yeah. It just seems like this Gojo thing, it being behind closed doors and like this weird secret plan that he has cooking up. It's like it just further separates him from everybody. It's like the, the kids are just no one's with anybody anymore besides yeah. Kendall and Frank. <laughs> it's like because the they kissed. Thing. Yeah, was... because they kissed and they made out and it was hot. <laughs> uh, Shiv and Tom. <laughs> Yikes. Well, actually, before... Sorry, yeah. I keep derailing. Please. Greg, Greg. has his first significant episode, in Th- my opinion. I've been honestly wanting more Greg. Thank you. I agree. I've been hurting for more Greg. It's been a really underwhelming season for Greg. Yeah. Um, It starts with him firing, like, 30 people? Over 60 Zoom. people? Yeah. <laughs> 60, like, seemingly kind of important people <clears throat> oh, over yeah. Zoom. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh... Like, right before the... It just seems like a bad time to do it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, Tom puts him up to it, and he fires all these people. And he does... Like, it is evil, but he does a good job. He does it... He gets the job done. Yeah. Um, like, he says what's on the paper, then he looks into the camera, and he says it again in his own words. Yeah. Like, making sure they understand, and then closes the damn laptop. Yeah. And, like, again, evil, like, probably the worst way to fire anybody ever, but, like... Right. Under the Waystar terms of the word good. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> I love... done it better. <laughs> Kendall sets him up to, like, kind of keep an eye on Matson the mm. rest of the night, which he does, like, a again, a pretty good job yeah. with. like Because he digs himself out of this Matson hates me hole. Yeah. And... More of an Oscar hates me hole. Right. And yeah, how does he do it? The power of sexism. Right. Right. <laughs> yes, misogyny. Greg is winning. Greg really does come across, like, the grossest of, like, a lot of the people in this show. Like, yeah. his sexism is worse than the <laughs> Because he's, like, guessing. But then it's also, like, where'd you get that guess from, buddy? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's unsettling. Yeah. But he does, like, a pretty good job. I mean, he gets in with them. It's nice that he has this, like, alliance with Kendall, mm-hmm. uh, which is more than a lot of other people. Like, I would not call Greg a loser quite yet yeah. because he's kind of getting the shit done. It was 
also, this is a tweet I saw, which I need to stop going on Twitter before I record this fucking podcast. <laughs> but somebody was like, you know, Roman does not have any friends, nor does Shiv have, like, any friends. Right. But Kendall and Nate, like, went to college together. Yep. Kendall and Greg are allied. Like, yeah. Kendall has... Fr- I can't say friends, but right. you know, Stewie is also yeah. a friend. Yeah, like Kendall just has alliances from earlier in his days. Uh huh. And Roman and Shiv seem to have literally nobody. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. Yeah, uh. like they had Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Weird how you never see him in the same room. Whoa. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I'm very. It seems like they're not just doing all this for nothing. Like Greg has to be used somehow yeah go moving forward but honestly i could also see this being okay so the thing you just said i said yes and then the thing i'm gonna say is completely disagree with that i could also see a world in which this is how they've wrapped up greg's character arc like he's fully absolutely a disgusting disgusting man yeah. who does no longer he no longer stutters he dresses nice he has this yeah. beautiful apartment and he's like the worst person ever right i mean there's this great line when uh Matson's like talking to him about it and he's like, I'm just doing what I got to do, doing what you got to do. And Matson's like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> and then he immediately gets interrupted. Because Matson's like, oh, I love that you're a bad person. Right. That's awesome because yeah. you're good at this job. And he's like, no, I'm a good person. I just got to do what I got to do. Do, do you? you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. So good. Um, Kendall, or not Kendall, Tom and uh, Shiv. Tom and Shiv. Let's talk about it. They are hosting this party. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a big part of it, that this is all happening in Tom's own home. Uh, they speed run through their entire relationship in this episode. Yes. And in a way that I've totally seen, like my coworkers do before. Right. <laughs> this coworker who, like, she was late and she was like, I'm sorry, we broke up again. And, like, he initiated the breakup right when I was supposed to be here. So we just, like, speed ran through it and then I got here. <laughs> Speed run relationship any percent. Literally. Um, it starts with, uh, he gives her a scorpion. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Which is really, because he's like, uh, because you kill me and I kill you. I have nothing to say about this. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I There's some greater symbolic meaning that someone smarter is going to make some connection but i think on the surface it's just really funny that he thought this was a nice gift <laughs> i thought this was a little ham-fisted because mm-hmm. i feel like it's screenwriting 101 having a character give another character a gift yeah and this is just like kind of out of nowhere yeah he's not really a gift giver from my personal memory yeah, of Tom. He is. with the it, episode one he gives logan the watch i mean yeah, uh, it's his birthday. yeah i guess it's his you birthday. know what i mean like this yeah. is just like for no. This reason. is out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. That's what I mean by not a gift giver. Right. You know, like that's not how he's expressed love before. Yeah, so I, I can know. see that. I still love the fact that it happened. <laughs> it's famously a bad <laughs> gift giver, though. Like, yeah, when he yeah. is giving a gift, Mama, he's bad. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't really like that. Uh, no, obviously, because who, would? who would? I have to swallow mucus, so I have to push the mic away from me. So you keep talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, I couldn't keep talking. <laughs> So they have this party, uh, and basically the whole time, Shiv is kind of, he, like, accuses her of this, but it only happens really, like, once, where he's like, you've been telling everybody I'm gonna get fired, and it's like, she doesn't really do that that much, Um, but it's kind of like how he feels. He feels very, like, insignificant. It's like, I would, too. It's like, you're... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> the person your wife was cheating on you with is here, and the new guy she's maybe cheating on you with is also here. Mama Mia. It's just he feels very like small and insecure, and uh, a lot of boiled up. And he hasn't gotten like any sleep. 
No, but he, you know what he has been getting? <clears throat> Laid. Laid? What are you talking about? Remember, they were sexting in this episode. Oh, my God. Right. Jesus. After the ending, you just forget. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that they were, like, fully sexting. He's like, I'm rock hard Still right rock now. Hard. She's like, I'm sorry I rode your dick. I hope I didn't break it. And he's like, I'm rock hard right now. <laughs> Is that how heterosexuals speak to one another? <laughs> I... No. Baffling. <laughs> I love that he does this all with Greg in the room right before he fires 60 people. Oh, yeah. He's a little hot and heavy. Look at that cell phone. Then he like so gets Greg good. and he keeps, I assume, sexting. <laughs> it's one yeah. of Matthew McFadden's best episodes, I'll say. Oh, yeah. Like, so funny. The way, just his little like gestures when he like goes to Shiv and he's like, does the thing with his hands. It's an audio podcast. But... <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Shiv's game this entire episode is she is playing both her brothers and Matt. Well, she's playing on Matson's team and deceiving right. her brothers. Yes. Unbeknownst to her brothers, she's telling Matson every single piece of their Hanna Barbera strategy. Yep. And so she's like, "You have to come to this party so you can stop this regulatory thing from happening." Of course, he shows up. Yep. She learns about the India thing and is like, "Did I tie myself to an anchor, basically?" And he's like, "No, no, no, no. It's fine. Like, once the deal goes through, then India's numbers will be true." Yeah. She's like, that's just not how it works. Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I really, I'm on a sinking ship. Yeah. And that's kind of like her arc throughout the episode, all of which culminates on the porch. Mm-hmm. She and Tom adjourn to the porch and they have a little yeah. discussion. Yeah. It's funny. You act like Tom is like losing this whole party, but it's like Shiv is also kind of like, she realizes she's in on this. God, this whole Matson thing has relied on the fact that he'll do something for her in return mm-hmm. if she helps him with all this, which I don't think has clicked until today that, like, he's not going to do that. Because yeah. she, like, goes to him with this pitch. She's like, well, I know the company, and I would want a very, very, very significant job. Three varies. Yeah, three varies. <laughs> and he just kind of laughs at her in, like, the same way Logan would. Yep. And, and says, we'll circle back. Like, yeah. He initially says, let's talk about it later, and she says, no, I want to talk about it now. He says, we'll circle back. And she's like, okay. That happens, and then the fucking India stuff happens, where he's like, we'll just build a second India. You can do it. Go build a second India. Yeah. And she's like, it's like, what have, has she done? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It was bad enough where I was watching with my boyfriend, who's never seen a single... I took this off mic. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, never yeah. seen a single episode of Succession, and he was like, you know, doing dishes and like walking in and out. So he only saw like a couple scenes, one of which being like Shiv and Matson talking in the coat room. Yeah. So then after the episode was done, like, he came back and Shiv was, like, on the bed, sad. And I was like, damn, Shiv lost again. And he was like, you know, I didn't know if I was right, but it seemed like she was not right the entire episode. Like, she was just saying things that are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, she thinks she's really smart, but everything she said seemed like it was wrong. Exactly. And it's exactly. like, Sarah Snook's acting is so good and the writing is so good that, like, even somebody who doesn't even know her name right. would know that she's wrong and, yeah. like, is fucking up. Ugh. <laughs> So it all culminates in this porch freakout. Um, yeah. That it was, I will say, I mean, it was uncomfortable, but so satisfying. Oh, I was Because they have not screamed at each other once in this show. No, nobody ever says exactly how they feel or no. like, you know. It, in that way, it was kind of like weird succession writing. Where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. man, they've never just like spoken to each other like this before. No. They've never quote unquote cleared the air or fought like this. Yeah. I think it, it's like the sleep deprivation. Yeah. <laughs> and like both of them being at like pretty much rock bottom. Uh, and Tom basically, I mean, where does it even start? They say a lot of things. He, he talks about the prison thing. He's like, you're going to watch me go to prison. Oh my God. That uh, was honestly, you, you're like, what do I start with? And then you start with the best line. 
<laughs> so it's like, damn, everything we say after this is going to be lame as fuck. Right. The animal stuff. <laughs> they talk about Mondale. Yeah. They t- <laughs> <laughs> Who is nowhere to be seen. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Any yeah. hoodles. Yeah, they talk about the scorpion. They talk about just their entire relationship. She's like, you betrayed me. Mm-hmm. The way he delivers, you were going to watch me go to prison. It yep. was... <clears throat> Like, I wanted him to say it for so yeah. long. I wanted yep. him to express that frustration to somebody. And then she counters with the kind of valid you offered. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's not enough. And I know that, like, they're both not talking about the thing that they need to be talking about, which is, like, she didn't emotionally support him through his choice, you know? It's not yeah. that he offered. That doesn't, like, make it okay to ignore his sadness. Right, right. <laughs> but it is also, like, he's also holding it against her. Because, like, yeah, he did offer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not her fault. No. Um, I forget what she calls him. but A uh, snake? A, well, that. But when he says, like, when she says he offered, it's like, he's a servant or something. Oh, yeah. Or, he's, uh, oh, oh, it's not the, it's like it's some different. Something like that. Word that's not servant, but yeah. it's something like that. Anyway. They all read too many dictionaries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for us to keep up. Um, And basically it ends with them just, um being i like that thomas like can we have a conversation and this is the conversation right (laughs) let's just clear the air yeah they're just screaming like they did clear the air to be fair i guess Uh, don't they feel better yeah (laughs) um she says that she just doesn't care about him um lies he kind of has the best comeback though where he's like uh, I don't think you are right to have children or something like that. I can't. I'm not getting the words right. But... I think that's ex- actually exactly what yeah. he says. I don't think you are a good person to have children. <laughs> yeah, I think that's ex- um, which is you know that cuts deep because of everything that happened with her mom and like how her mom said basically <laughs> and the same she's thing. She's currently pregnant. She's also currently pregnant. Tom does not know. And. Mama, his ass is not finding out until like probably season 10, no. uh, season 10, season four, episode 10, about three seconds left in the episode. He will find yeah. out <laughs> if yeah. he finds out at all. What do you think she'll name the kid? <laughs> that is assuming she's carrying this thing to full term, <laughs> which I'm still dubious of. Yeah. I'm very dubious of the claim. Yeah. Cause to go nine months out of spite. Right. Come on now. I know. It- <laughs> Doing a lot, but you know what? Apparently, uh, people do that. Yeah, people be having babies all the time. It's baffling to me. It's crazy. Um, I think that's kind of where it ends with, uh, basically that like she doesn't care about him and she shouldn't have kids, and that she doesn't really deserve love. Which, it's it is really interesting to think about the fact that like he from his mind like every someone would only be with her because of her like last name Mm -hmm. and also she's kind of aware of that which makes me sad for shiv that that's like how she sees herself but also she's so mean (laughs) (laughs) that i'm like i can't really feel bad for her um tom is also awful he's awful yeah they're both (laughs) i don't mean to (laughs) yeah put this all on shiv they're just it's just ugly yeah uh and it's messy. It's messy. And boy, do I love it. Um, it ends with uh, the shot of both of them. She's like looking up uh, in bed and he's like obviously sleeping in a different bed. And it's kind of this like looking right down at him and he's like just wide awake. He's got those plotting and scheming eyes about him where I'm like, something, something's cooking. Yeah. Something's cooking. <laughs> um, it, it reminds me, there's a shot just like this of Tom in season three, oh. uh, right before he goes to the diner to talk to uh, 
Greg, and he's oh. like laying awake in bed in that ho- in like the hotel, and it's like the exact shot, but um, don't know what that means. But <laughs> uh, anyway, that's kind yeah. of the episode. Uh, I feel like there there is it's it's another one of those where they plant a lot of seeds. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll be like referring back to this episode many times. Lots of relationships are just completely fractured or like yeah. severed entirely. It's so I mean you look at pretty much every character and nobody is with anybody anymore. Right, and it's really tragic. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and next episode's the election. Yes, so it's just a lot going yes. on. Yeah, it's getting uncomfortable, this show, but I'm it's there giving. for it. I'm loving it. It's mothering, it's fathering. It's mothering. <laughs> <laughs> it is parenting the fuck out of me. Uh, who won, who lost this episode? I'm kind of maintaining that Connor won. Connor kind of did win. If we're not going to say Willow won, like, he, I mean, he is the one that got the benefit of Willow standing up for him. So it's like, yeah. he's kind of doing great. He's in love he, his candidacy yeah. is doing better than he ever expected. Yeah. If we're going to talk about everyone having fractured relationships, he is the only one that comes out of this episode unscathed. Yeah. Like, he's kind of doing pretty well. <laughs> he's not doing bad, I gotta say it. No. He's got, you know, Mencken begging him to be the ambassador of Oman. Right. Not begging him, you know, like, but he can, you know, remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Loser, to- probably Tom. Yeah, I gotta go with Shiv. It might be Shiv, though. You're right. Because... <laughs> Damn it. Is she the one who won last episode? I can't remember now. Um, what was last episode? Was it her on the plane taking was... a picture of her brothers? Or no, that no. Ago? That was like three episodes ago. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, what was last episode? Oh my oh, god. This is bad. Oh dear. Oh Jesus. Hey. Oh no, it was the one with uh, the, the living plus speech thing. Ah. Which she is kind oh, of... Yeah. No, Roman was the full loser last yeah, episode. that's right. But she definitely, I feel like, of the two is the loser yeah here. roman already lost last episode you know like he got all his losing out of the yeah. way the thing my case for tom is that he actually has a really good line in this fight where it's like you'll be okay like mm. whatever happens you're gonna be okay and tom is not doing a great job with what he's doing like with the election coming up it's like his job is in shambles yeah. his marriage is non-existent yeah <laughs> like he just doesn't really seem to it's like He's going to basically go back to Minnesota. And that wine thing comes back, his like inability to pick a good wine. We have yeah. That's something I I feel like maybe next episode or something we could get it. I there I feel like there's a lot to say about Tom's wine thing because they even hint at it and saying it in the next episode too. Like he just keeps talking about wine. I missed the trailer, so I did, I don't know. Uh I, I can't wait to forget watch it. what he says, but <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I do love the fact that this kind of mirrors uh, the wedding where it's like Nate's there and he's drinking his wine mm-hmm. and apparently the wine sucks again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like once again, like he will never fit into the upper echelon. Exactly. Or like, you know, it's one of those things where in a relationship when a couple is fighting about something and like it's about wine, but it's not right. actually about wine. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where you're like, oh man, I know that's going to piss him off that the, like, yep. the wine is also going badly. Right. Ugh. It's it's so layered that yeah. wine through line. Um, I when Frank is like the wine, t- the red wine tastes like wet dog. He's so real. I've had I've had shitty wine that tastes like wet dog, and I know exactly what he's the taste he's talking about. Mm. It's horrible. He anyway, has a way with words. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a solid case. That's the episode. We did it, Joe. Um, thanks 
for listening. Yeah, uh, I, I assume you just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I might go back to sleep. Uh, we might have some merch coming soon. And I'm thinking we should drop it before we get them in person because it's going to take a while for, to, for it to get here. Okay. Uh, but We're also going to do a stream or whatever. Yes. For the final episode, we're going to do a special live stream of it on my Twitch. Hell yeah. So be I'll talk more post about that. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Suck off pod. That's I'm where you're going to sure. get all the updates. Yep. Anyway, but on the night of, maybe don't watch our story because maybe we might spoil it. I'm absolutely going to be spoiling it. I don't know why anyone follows me on Twitter. Don't you should all block check me. check our stories until after you've seen the episodes. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening. And as always, suck, suck off. off.